You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Rhea needs to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's the one thing that makes a lot of sense in my life. The bells are getting back. And we have a podcast. Part of that success is being open books. I think it would be amazing to do a comeback. It's so good, though. (laughs) Like, this is so good. Like, I want to do this all the time now. And now, coming to the mic, Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella's Podcast. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Bella's Podcast. Today, we are opening up with some green smoothies because one of our good friends who's coming on the podcast, she's a health nut, so we thought it was only appropriate. But um, you guys are in for a special treat because we have one of our close friends and used to be a co-worker on the podcast. Yes. I mean, this is someone that I just made absolute magic within the wrestling ring was literally, well, both of us, but literally was one of my favorite opponents ever. And we were opponents for a very long time in the history of my wrestling. Um, and just one of my most favorite people in the world, the wrestling world knows her as Paige. The rest of the world knows her as Soraya. She is a two-time women's divas champion. She was also one of the greatest NXT champions. She was one of the stars of total divas who absolutely rocked it. She even had Dwayne, the rock Johnson make a movie about her and her family called fighting with my family, which became an absolute hit. She also has starred in movies. She's the queen of Twitch. I feel like I keep going on and on and we're just going to bring her on. She just rocks everything she does. And I'm just so excited to hear about her next chapter in her life. So everyone, please welcome the one and only Soraya. Hi. We have been through so much with you. It's crazy when I think of total so divas, much. the women's evolution, revolution, um, I, I personal to like business that when you put up the post of just seeing that mic, look, it gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Mike in your shirt in the middle of the ring. I was I was devastated. I think the whole WWE universe was devastated. Producers, girls in the locker room. I mean, it is crazy how that post just kind of sent 
this ripple effect of sadness throughout the oh, world. It's yeah. crazy. Um, but Nicole and I really want to dive in into not only your new phase of life, but just memories from WWE and kind of, we want to know your favorite memories from wrestling to total divas, but just kind of what, you know, now that this chapter is done in your life, what you kind of took away from WWE. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like uh, walking away from WWE, honestly, like when I first got there, it was, uh, I was super young, you know, I just turned, uh, well, I was 18 when I got signed and then I turned 19 while I was there and it was just surreal. First of all, but I did a lot of growing up there. I feel like people can understand how much I grew up just from all the different stories and the controversies that I went through. But, um, yeah, I can, I can take away now. And I have to thank you guys for this. And I always give you guys credit for helping me grow as like a woman, you know, Mm. and, um, really appreciate myself and empowering myself because a lot of the time I was like, really just from looking a little different, even if it was like helping me looking a little different, it was like, it comes with a ton of insecurity because you get kind of thrown into this world where everyone's watching you and everyone is, uh, you know, social media is so big and they have like such a like close connection with you, whether you like it or not, like people can just like communicate with you, whatever. Um, so yeah, it was like, I had all that. So it was, a, it was really overwhelming, but you guys like truly, I, like not even blowing smoke up your ass because I'm on your podcast, but you guys truly helped me out like big time, even when like you didn't have to. So like, I know Nikki and I were pretty much married to each other doing all these matches and like trying to make the most of it because, you know, like it was literally just us. And then we're trying to like figure out different ways to make the match different. And then you guys helped me with like my storytelling and stuff like that. So inside and outside the ring, you guys just helped me out. So I just know that coming away from it, I made some really good friends. Mm, (laughs) And and it's very shocking because once you leave WWE, I feel like a lot of people you lose contact with altogether. So um, I walked away with really good friends and I walked away feeling a lot more confident within myself and kind of learning how to navigate everything that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Now, so I feel like I can help a lot of people. You know. I love that. Well, thank you, Rhea, for those words. And, you know, you were one of like the first people and that's out of men and women that I met through WWE where I was instantly like, whoa, she has it. Like you're incredibly talented as a wrestler and in the ring, but you have this sparkle and this charisma to you that makes you this massive superstar. And then you have this personality, one that made you one of the top stars of total divas, but also where I was like, she's, she's bigger than even this. Like one day she's going to be like just this massive star. Like I could tell she can do movies, which you've already proved. Um, and she can do so many things and then also empower people because you did come into an era where they wanted all of us girls to look a certain way. And then here was this super hot Gothic chick that was different and didn't fit the mold. But I mean, you broke that barrier, like beyond like shattered that glass. And then all these like little girls wanted to look like you. And (laughs) it was just, it was amazing. Like you accomplished so many different things and it was, I mean, and I still always say it, like you were my favorite matches ever. Like you and I went out there and created magic. Like it was, you and I could have done so much more. And of course you and I both had unfortunate neck injuries, but I felt like we were both just getting started together and individually in a way of like, Mm -hmm. 
where we were taking women and I'll never forget, you know, the night us three and Emma Tennille, where we were just like middle fingers and oh, started yeah. this whole divas revolution. Well, that was your guys idea. Yeah. I remember it being your guys idea. I remember them being like, we're going to take this time off. And we're just like, well, we didn't really have that much time to begin with. I remember you guys turn into us and just being like, you just say fuck it and just like go out there and do the, like the minimum, you know, yeah. just literally hit a finisher. Story. Yeah, for yeah. real. And you're just like, fuck this. I'm so tired of them treating us like this. Like, why is it always the women that gets their time cut? Why is it like we have to suffer in order yeah. for the men to succeed on the show? Right. So yeah. We're just like, all right, shit, let's do it, <laughs> you know? And then within like five minutes after the match, like that, it was trending for like three days. Three days. Yeah. It was so impactful. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like, when I look back at it and like, we have our biography that they put really cool moment in there. Like they have this moment of you and Emma in the ring and then Brie and I walking out, then what happens? And then I mean, look, I have chills because how they did it, how all the tweets come in and then Stephanie pops in to talk about it. It's like so epic. It made me, it took me back. And then watching it in that way, I was like, you realize that there are moments where the universe picks these people who they know are going to be impactful. And it's weird how we just felt it. And we went with our intuition and gut. It just came to us. And it's like, let's do this. Yeah. And then the impact came, but we were like four women that could hold that and like made it more impactful and meaningful. I, I don't know what, wait till you watch it. It like kind of will take you that. back. Yeah. Well, you're I just like, Nicole, you and I felt so comfortable that it was Paige and Emma because, you know, I loved how William Regal, and I'm sure you saw this, how he said Paige and Emma were the foundation for women's wrestling at NXT. And I, it's yeah, true. It's totally yeah. true. We were on the main roster and you and Emma were having badass matches down at NXT. And I felt like that really put women's wrestling on the map down there. And you both coming up, I knew you guys were going to do amazing things up on the main roster. So I felt like you and I, Nicole, felt so comfortable to say it to them because I knew yeah, right. you and Emma were about taking chances. You guys were tired of it too. You saw how like the women were retreating on the main roster compared to NXT and it was bullshit. Oh, you guys got treated like absolute dog shit. And I'm like, this cannot, this cannot happen anymore. This is like so outrageous. I remember uh, in my family's documentary, they were still filming when I first got over here. And they said like, I don't want the women to be viewed as pee breaks anymore because you're not. Like yeah. everyone wants to wrestle. Like everyone wants to be able to put on these matches because you ladies were already wrestling as good as the men. You weren't, you just weren't given the chance. And I say that to everybody. I was like, they weren't wrestling like to be like these divas that just want to be over-sexualized. I was like, that's just what they're given and they're trying to make the most of what they're given. Right. I was like, if they had the same opportunities that, you know, we kind of took, then, mm. I mean, it'd be a whole different story. But like, it's just, it was just so disappointing that it took us being like, fuck it. Like, I know, right? You guys came up with it because, I mean, I wouldn't have even thought about going out there and doing that. I know I would have been like, annoyed by it, the fact that we had short time but like it takes like just one person to be like let's just fucking switch this up and then just being like all right let's do it you know yeah right and it's crazy because that it started it all yeah it started it, it, it really oh. did and it annoys the shit at me i'm sorry but like i love all the ladies trust me i love every every single one of them like but i'm like this is where it started where women i mean the matches everyone was having great matches after that you can't fault anybody for being really good wrestlers right and they are right but 
to me, that's literally where it started because we opened the world's eyes and Vince and Stephanie's eyes to give us a fucking chance. Right. You know, and it's like the most infuriating thing. And again, we walked so everyone could kind of run. And then Mm -hmm. once, you know, the second wave of women came up, I mean, they absolutely killed it. And then you get the four horsemen and they absolutely destroyed it and they kicked down you know, other doors, you know, right. to have longer matches and have like main events and stuff like that. It's just, uh, but I feel like that's, that's where it started. <laughs> totally. Cause it always needs to start. And it, yeah. it's so true. I feel like always the ones that fight the hardest at the forefront, never get the credit that they deserve because mm-hmm. then they open up the floodgates for all this amazing opportunity for the women behind them. And then they get to have that. And yeah. then it's like, right. Oh, look at, they did it. But I know it, it does get hard not to get frustrated. I've had those moments too. And then I have to remind myself like, but you know, the truth and you, you were there and you lived it and you were part of it. So take that and put exactly. that the light in your body. And because even when other people in the past did big things, it was never things that they brought other women into. Yeah. And that's why we were so impactful is we did it for other women too. And we wanted that. And everyone felt that, that it wasn't, we didn't do it just for us. So we got more time. We wanted it for everyone. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a selfish thing. It was a selfish thing for women. Yeah. It wasn't selfish for us. We were just like, no, like we all deserve to be treated better. I remember it was the total Divas episode and you guys were so excited about your WrestleMania match. Oh God. Yeah. And then literally as a buddy, you walk out, they're like, no, you don't get the match anymore. And I'm like, that's fucking devastating. Like, I mean, and you just see everyone's face drop and everyone was just really sad because, you know, people were super excited. But yeah. So, yeah, like you start opening your eyes to that stuff and you're like, why are we getting punished? Right. Like, why? Like we're the only women on the show. Why are we get ones being punished? There's so many different men on the show, throwaway matches that don't need to be on there, mm-hmm. you know? And then, but no, the one match with the women where you're only going to get six minutes, maybe with entrances and exit, yeah. we're the ones that get cut. That was the totally. most part. Oh, oh my gosh, so bad. Remember Brie Bean? <laughs> Nothing was worse too than when you're in like WrestleMania, like get up yeah. and like being having a top hat on with a bow tie and a cane. I was like, can I just like die right here in this spot? Cause like to walk back out in this ridiculous outfit, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. But also that. <laughs> That moment spoke so much to how women were being treated because this match, you know, we were on grill and they kept saying, you guys have to go home. You have to go home. And 20 minutes go by pretty much. I think they went 20 minutes over. And when they came back, there was no sorry. Nothing was like, well, that's what happens when you're making magic out there. And yeah. I'll forget that. And I'm like, mm, if that was women that did that, they'd probably oh, be fired. We would not be used to tool after that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Major discipline. Mm-hmm. They looked at all of us and they're like, sorry, you guys are cut. They went over way too long. And then they yeah. looked at the two men that came through and they're all like, yes. being like good job boys. boys. Yeah. yeah. Nice one lads. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just thinking like, this is fucking sports entertainment, right? Like we have times like, I'm happy you guys told a story in 30 minutes, like try to pull it in three minutes. So yeah, yeah, I would make magic if I had 30 minutes out there too. Exactly. That's the thing. Like we would always just make the most of what we had. And it was, yeah. just, it was just so frustrating because we just wanted more. You're just like, please give us the friggin' opportunity because we could, we could do what they're doing, yeah. you know? Right. And I'm happy that they're kind of, they're doing that now because yeah. I mean, the women, right now all incredible athletes like all of them like there's they are there's, 
everyone's talented in their own way and everyone looks different and it's just it's really cool and I wish like it's like bittersweet because like we wish we could be a part of it now. I know, you know? right but unfortunately you know totally next, next suck yeah and that is the beauty of women we just make whatever work mm-hmm. no matter what in our life whatever we're given it's like we we always make it work and something else that was also um that we all were a part of that i truly felt had such an impact for women's wrestling and really helped change the game was total divas oh, yes. i yes. mean what <laughs> that was there are times that i really miss it and that's why i'm excited for the bachelorette party because i i really I'm going to have some of my, my other friends there that are non total divas, but I was like, I really want my girls back because those years of all of us filming nonstop together were some of my, my favorite memories of wrestling. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, what was crazy too, is that we would have these fun matches all together, but then it was like on our off days, we all had to film, but like when we do cast vacations or any of it, it was like us just being all together. I just felt like summer camp oh, all the time. Oh, it was so fun. You know what people still talk about? I feel like Breed is going to know exactly I know what you're going to say. Well, I mean, how did I lose my shoe thing? Will I mean, never go away. Like never. I'm on my stream or whatever. And then I had to make it into like this sublet where like if they sub a certain amount, the video will pop up. So because <laughs> people love it so much. So they're always just like, are you going to, you guys should like bring Toad Divas back or you need to like recreate yeah. that. And I was like, I can't, I mean, I don't drink anymore, but like, I mean, we can make it into a jingle. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You guys really need to, that was like you two together. You two together were some of my favorite moments ever because oh, so aggressive, by the way, so I remember aggressive. Like, we were like in this bar, like, first of all, <laughs> we had a jingle that didn't make the show. Do you remember that one? Oh, oh yeah. Suck, or this pub can suck my, my dick. dick. <laughs> because he went in it was so mean to us like all the regulars in there they just did not want us in there and we're like we get it this camera just can't have the music on whatever but like they're so hostile it was crazy so me and Bree was like the best way to like get back at them is to sing to them all this pub can suck my dick we're like we're the fucking crowd of people just booing us and stuff oh my god oh we went into another place, right? And it was like completely empty except from like the bartender and he was giving us shots with like the worm in it and stuff oh. like that. And then all of a sudden like Bree starts getting like the zoomies like a fucking dog and she's like running past me like punching me in the butt. And I'm just like, what is the deal? She's like rolling, rolling over the couches. I was like, this is hilarious. I was- it was my first intro to Remote. Oh, I was like, God. I love that. And that was, and- what a night of that. Yeah. We were trying to call you. You're like, ladies, for real. Yeah. We have to be up super early in the morning. Yeah. Sharing a bed with the champ, you're gonna get me in trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he won. He wasn't happy. Yeah. Was like, ah. but you know what was funny is that um, when I was doing green screens, they asked me. They go, "How did you come up with a song? How did I lose my shoe?" And I go, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "You don't remember?" And I'm like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." They had to show me the footage in green screens. Because I don't remember that. And I'm like, oh shit, I came up with that. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, oh it's yeah. a hit. It's a it hit. Such a People hit. still talk about it. I know. It's because your fucking shoe went flying off and then you're just like, yeah. how did I lose my shoe? And then you start going off and I'm like, all right, I can feel this too. <laughs> yeah. I always thought too, your guys' dance was super impressive. Wait, this pub can suck my dick. Like how you guys had it all. I was like, that's actually really good, guys. Like, <laughs> What's going on? I'm like, I'm like I don't know. Yes. It's too much trouble, dude. Too, too much, trouble. much trouble. So, Rhea, what is 
I don't even know the Twitch world. Oh what is, God. yeah, is it just gaming Twitch no, or no. what is it? No, you can do so much things. So I started Twitch because Ronnie was already on it and then we had the whole pandemic and then WWE wasn't using me, shocker, but like, uh, I was like, I'm home. And then he was like, you might as well do, go on Twitch. I was like, well, I can't really play a lot of video games well. And he was like, well, you don't have to, you can just talk to them. And so like, I started like learning video games, which I enjoy. So I do do that sometimes, but I also do like cooking streams and I build Legos and I take them out with me. Like I can just stream off my phone, you know, it's like a YouTube, but like live or like a podcast, but live. So, uh, yeah. And then I had a couple of people come on at one point, maybe I had you guys come on there. Like just to, I can't remember. I had like a big group of people and then Alexa Bliss took her shirt off and I was like, oh no, sis. Wait, who (laughs) did? Live. Alexa oh, Alexa. Bliss. oh Alexa oh yeah Lexi and so like she she had like a, a bra on underneath obviously like a sports bra but it was like a low cut one you know that is and, like amazing. she was like uh she'd been sipping a few drinks during the, the stream and then she just like took it off and it's like it's still my most viewed clip of the stream and I've been streaming for nearly three years it's crazy <laughs> but um yeah you can do so much stuff on there and it's super fun I got Renee on there once uh, she kind of like she didn't want to do it anymore because it is a lot of work it's yeah. a lot of work. So you have to be on there for hours and you have to talk to a bunch of people. But she was doing her cooking stuff on there or doing like uh, wrestling watch alongs, you know? Oh, and yeah. Like, people love it. They really do. That's really cool. Yeah. And what is it just your name? Like if people want to go find you on Twitch? Yeah. It's Soraya Official. It's so weird. Like I have to like change my name after like 11 years. You know, so I think enough. that was like what made me the most sad was yeah. like, how you don't get to keep the name page and like that character page is just an action figure on the wall now. You know what I mean? And that's the stuff that gets is really devastating to me. And isn't there a way to work it out? Like sometimes these larger than life characters that we're so attached to and like she, okay. So she can't compete anymore in the ring, but like you're taking away page, the character from all of us, all of us fans that love her and, you know, I've grown up with her for the past decade or so. Like, why can't we figure this out to have her go in other places? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And those are the things like I'll never understand because not only is it hard on us who we become that person, yeah. you know, like yeah. I couldn't imagine losing Nikki Bella and that might happen one day, who knows, because we become that person and then our fans, like, I feel bad for the fans. I know. They're like, what do you call you now? I'm like, I don't know. Whatever you want. I was like, you can yeah. still call me Paige. That's fine with me. Like, I'm yeah. totally cool with that. It's just weird. Maybe like going to different places. It's actually like a bit of sweet thing too, because yeah. I really did enjoy being Paige for a long time. Yeah. But, uh, I really like that. I could potentially start being myself as a, as a brand rather than having like a, a like, a name that's not really mine you know what I yeah mean? if that makes sense totally. so having Soraya which is a way cooler name if I if I mean I, it's really, unreal did I tell you how I got the name Soraya no tell us how did oh you get the name Soraya okay so my mom you know how crazy and wacky my mom is yeah, by the way she's every, amazing. Time she, every time she like texts me she's like make sure you say hello to Bella's mom for me I'm like I don't think her every day but I'll let her know that's um, cute like, we'll yeah. tell her oh but she was like a, she, it was like the 80s or whatever and uh she was tripping on acid at a slayer concert <laughs> and she misheard her for soraya and that's how i got my name and it was just like from an acid trip and her being like not you know with it she was just fucking in this deep dive of drugs so yeah like 
No I wonder I got quite a controversial life. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm the result of an acid trip. Yeah. Well, supposedly uh-huh. you're most creative when you're tripping. So I mean, I like the name. So good. It's true. It is a really good name. So then, what is next for you now that you are Soraya? For Soraya. Yeah. So what's like next? So. You know, this year, like, I, I'm not going to be doing, uh, if I'm being honest, I don't really want to do too much wrestling stuff out the gate. Totally so I kind of just want to start branching out more to like different opportunities, you know, and I'm excited for it. I am going to be doing some sign-ins, of course, because I'll, I'll like, right. I'm never going to get my my wrestling fans, you know. Um, so I'm going to be doing some signings and maybe shows here and there, you know, we'll, we'll see. But like, I, I do want to just take on a whole new world, which I didn't get the opportunity to do in WWE because mm-hmm. this is the only thing that would really frustrate me with them is like having all this time off and then being like, well, can I go do this? And then getting a no, you know, and it's like, well, I'm just sitting here. Like I'd really like to be doing something or just having to go through them for everything, you know, yeah. when it comes to doing shows or hosting and stuff. Cause I missed out on a bunch of opportunities to host certain shows because I like, I got told no. So, um, I'm excited about the fact that, you know, I could potentially be doing these things now outside of WWE. Yeah. You would make an incredible host. What would you love to host the most? Man, I mean, I would love to do something with Renee. I always have said that. Like, yeah, like I love her so much. I don't know anyone that doesn't like her. Honestly, so likable. Yeah, I was actually on a call with her like about an hour before you guys. So I got to speak to her today and I think she's just the most adorable person. But um. I don't even know where I'm going with yeah. this. Yeah, well, like, oh, what kind you, of things would yeah. I like What would host? you host? Like, with yeah. her, what would you think? Like, what would be the show? So I really want to do, like, I mean, female-driven show. Mm. A female-driven And I know that it's, like, not a lot of guys will watch it, but eventually they will, yeah. you know? But, like, it, I don't want to do just, like, an interview show. Like, I would love to do that kind of concept where we are interviewing people, but in, like, a different dynamic, you know? Yeah. And uh, doing, like, more pranking and stuff, because I loved doing you know the the um the prank show that we had yeah. uh backstage at wwe which got me into trouble a yeah. lot like i remember i actually but i loved it you were so good on you were it so good at that. i totally forgot that oh my gosh it was it really was so fun it was so fun although there was a couple of people that upset so i remember i felt so bad for emma you guys so i had to like uh, do this prank where this makeup artist comes in and she's doing emma's makeup and she just does it awful and doesn't give her the mirror until afterwards. And Emma just breaks down crying. And I'm just like, I was like, I'm so sorry, dude. This is just a prank. She was just like, and she got to a stage in, you know, with WWE where she just didn't want to do this anymore. And she, like, she didn't want to be a joke, you know? And yeah. I, I would just like, wasn't thinking about it. And I just thought this would be a fun prank. And then she, she didn't have any hard feelings, but she was just like, sorry, I'm just emotional. Aww. She was like, I just want to be taken seriously. Yeah. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like she just has a heart of gold. I felt awful. And then I guess in WWE, like with this show, there was a no prank list and I was not aware of this list. So I uh, had this cattle prod and I shocked Titus with it and he was not happy, which he just texted me recently just to be like, I'll miss you because he's just the most amazing human ever, right? Yeah, but is. I've never seen him mad before. And he was like, what the fuck, Paige? Uh. Like, <laughs> he was like, I'm not supposed to be pranked. And of course you don't want to be electrocuted. Like that's not fun at all. But like back then, I feel like when I was like back then, I watched stuff back and I just like cringe. Because like, I just felt like I was, I looked so stupid and like, I was oh. drinking and partying and I just was just like, oh my gosh, I look like an idiot. Like, like when I look back on Total Divas, 
sometimes I'm just like, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Or I wish I didn't have like boyfriends on the show. You know, I just like cringe at some of it. I loved it when I got to hang with you guys and like the, the vacation stuff. There's some of yeah. the, like, the stories and stuff. I was like, oh God, I wish I could just like run away from those. You know, but that's, like, but that's a part of growing up, you know? True. Yeah. yeah. Which, we were just older. So we were lucky that some of those moments, like, but <laughs> oh, I mean, I still I look back at my bad. moments and I'm like, oh man. I had a lot you guys had your head screwed on still though. Like you guys just yeah. kept it together. And like, you yeah. may have had moments where you were drinking and stuff, but that's like being human, you know? Yeah. You get, but like, I just look at it sometimes. I'm like, whatever. I was younger, you know, I'm about to be We're so now. young. Like, yeah. So I'm like, I just, I just had a lot of growing up to do, but yeah, uh, man, if they got me in my early twenties, oh boy, I'm, I'm happy that Instagram wasn't even around in my early twenties. I know. And right. I didn't like my space. So I'm just very happy that none of that's documented because wow, I've grown up so much <laughs> since then. Right. Like, whew. hang tight. Cause there's more with Rhea up next. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm-hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person 
dead in the eyes or a maple donut in, <laughs> in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay, how many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me, yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Rhea, one thing that I don't know if a lot of people know that I feel like a lot of us total divas know, but you're a really good singer. Like, oh, yeah, oh, like, oh I totally God. forgot about this. Oh, man. You know Why what? are you singing? Yeah. Yeah, I, right. So, okay. I'm the most, I can wrestle in front of like millions of people, right? Hundreds yeah. of thousands of people in attendance that can do these things. I cannot sing unless I'm like intoxicated, which I don't drink anymore. So now like I, I, cannot get it out I remember Ronnie was trying to get me to sing with him at one point just to like so he could hear me and I literally just froze I was like I can't do it like it won't come out because I get so terrified to sing 
That's right. I was like, if you got me a couple of years ago, I would have been like, yeah. sure, give me some whiskey and I'm good to go. But now I'm just like, oh my God, it's my worst nightmare. I would Aww. like to do it one day though. If I was put in a studio and like a red light turned on, I'd be, it'd be easy. It's like, uh, you get nervous before a promo, you know, but once yeah. you're out there, like you're good. It's yeah. kind of like that. Like you have that stage fright and then the red light turns on and you're like, I've got this. That's how yeah. I, I we just, like- we need to find you like a good music producer. Someone that makes you feel comfortable. And then you only have to be in the room with okay. them and then you could get used to it. And then we finally can get that like Ronnie and Rhea duet that we all yeah, right? really bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Remember oh, when we boy. asked? Sorry, sorry. For oh, no, off. go ahead, Rhea. Remember when uh, Ronnie and I asked you to do I'm Not a Vampire music video? Yes. And then you, you, you were like, sure. And then you're like, I'm pregnant. Like, I was yes. Like, oh, my God. What? I was, I was like, so bummed is- because I wanted to do that so bad. Um, do like a dance with Artem and I was so excited for it. And then I I can't remember whatever the date was. I was like, Oh shoot. I think I'm gonna be like seven months pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that'll look too good. It was like so funny that and it gave the opportunity for me to be in the music video. Yes. So it was like our first little, little project that we did together. It's so sweet. And we actually, uh, he has like lyrics in there like uh daddy should have never raised me on black sabbath so what we got like this new puppy too so we named him ozzy after black sabbath that's really cute i have chills you guys are so cute and by the way that video was incredible incredible yeah he's just like he that song that he did like so he's like lyrics are fucking stupid he says right but he wrote those like 12 years ago you know and so i was like and it was like a different completely different song and then he just recreated it into like this like gothic opera which i was just like even if some of the lyrics are like weird you still make him sound like so beautiful like totally anything he does like music wise he's just so talented like you know it's oh man he's so talented do you love going on tour with him i do actually because like uh i feel bad for him because he's getting like so big to the point where like I can go out and I'm absolutely fine. Like there's only a handful of people that notice me, but if he goes on like tour or just around like California, he gets noticed by everybody. Like it's an absolute nightmare for him to do anything these days. So when he was on tour, he likes me being there because his band can go out and do whatever, you know, they're not as recognizable as Ronnie because, you know, his tattoos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we'll just spend a lot of the time like sitting on the bus or just like ordering in some food or just being like, in the green room so it's like not exciting but he just like really appreciates me being there because he can't do anything you know and he doesn't really like people coming like on the bus as much because no one drinks on the bus either like no one's drinking too so people I guess just assume that if they come on like it'll be a rager and stuff like that and he's just like I can't be around like a bunch of drunk people it's not my thing but oh man totally it's super fun although right you know wrestling friends are crazy yeah that's nothing compared to fangirls to a musician, dude. Oh, absolute fucking psychos. A lot of them are very sweet and they're like super supportive. But like if he posts a picture of me within like five minutes, people will like message him all these awful things about me, you know, and they'll take clips of like uh, my tape that was like came out and they'll send it to him and be like, she's awful. Someone called me a murderer. I was like, when did I murder someone? Oh like they will. They will say all this crazy shit. I'm not kidding. I'm like, what is happening? They're like, it's like a different level. And then um, 
one of his fans when we were in our old address uh, found our address and like leaked it online. And uh, it was really upsetting because then like one of my fans found out and then came to the house, like barefoot shirt ripped at the front door and like Ronnie was downstairs in his stream room. And he's just like, the, the symbols guided me to you. And I'm like, well, tell the symbols to fuck off. Like, you know, like, <laughs> turn around, bro. And I'm like texting Ronnie on the side. And I'm just like, there's a strange man here talking about symbols and shit. And Ronnie just like fucking ran upstairs, like whipped open the door and just grabbed this guy in a fucking headlock and shit. And was like dragging him up. He said it was insane. And then the cops come, thankfully. And then a couple of days later, these fangirls were like pretty much camping outside the house and hiding in the bushes and stuff. I'm just like, this is a nightmare. Like he's like some of his fangirls just are just so much that they'll find his address and all these wow. things and just say the most awful things about me. And I'm just like, oh my God. But it's just getting like, he's getting even bigger too. Yeah. So now it's just even more fangirls getting on top of it. And I'm like, oh shit. So I don't even look at social media anymore. I'm just like, I'm not going to go on there. Oh my God. That would be so hard. I mean, I remember Bree's stories when she used to date a musician. I was like, wow, see, I don't think I could ever be with a musician because that is like whole other level of love. Oh yeah. And Ronnie's like super respectful. Like, and like, even when he does like meet and greets and stuff like that, he's one of those where he doesn't want anyone to take anything the wrong way, especially in this day and age. Mm -hmm. So if he's taking pictures, he'll always have his hands like in front of him and like having a little distance, you know, and like, if like, say there was a meet and greet once where he's like talking on the microphone and uh, they, they get to ask questions and this one girl is like, can you kiss me? And he's just like, fuck no, who the fuck do you think you are? And he's like, first of all, he's, he doesn't like the fact that women can get away with being inappropriate to men, but if it was the other way around, the man is, the man is a creep, he's a fucking, he's in jail, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, women need to know that they can't just hit on me and be sexual, like sexualize me that he was like, I don't feel comfortable with that. And I don't like it, you know? So if girls do that, he's usually straight away, like, don't do that. That's inappropriate. I don't like it, you know? <laughs> and he's right though. No, he is right. It's so true uh-huh. how that happens. I feel like the Johnny Depp trial really woke everyone up from that of like, it, there, it goes both ways in mm-hmm. different things. And we can't just be okay because this person's a woman or, you know, we can't right. treat a man this way because he's a man. Right. It's like, we got to just look at it as like a human being situation. Like as a human being, that was not appropriate to do it to that human being. So just don't do it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just think you treat everybody, whether the male or female, like just with respect. Yeah. Always. Respect like you don't kindness. have to touch strangers. Like, that's not, yeah. like you don't have to touch me with no, or say inappropriate things. Yeah. And it's crazy because nowadays you like, I think of how I was with some of Richie's, do you call them groupies? I don't know, fangirls <laughs> that, that really stepped over the line. Like you can't even do that now. Nicole was there when I grabbed one of their hats and I chucked it, oh, man. put a drink in someone's face. Like, but now you do that, they might sue you. Oh yeah. No, you for real. Like now. this camera's everywhere. You just can't, you can't trust it. Yeah. So. Usually I just like bite my tongue. It is what it is. Cause you like, you kind of expect it. Like I have creepy guys say things to me. He has creepy girls say things to him, even though I feel like women in that department can be a little bit more crazier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes with the territory at the end of the day. You know, I can't be mad at every woman that's just in love with my boyfriend. You know? Yeah. That would be insane. Like I'd be like pulling my hair out at this point. So at the end of the day, you just have to be like, he's a rock star. You know? Yeah. But it is. So yeah. when is he going to be boyfriend to hubby? 
We of don't like the borders. Me and him, like we don't really even speak about it. And this is like, I mean, I don't want to be one of those women who's just like, you have to marry me by some point. Yeah. I feel like it should just come like organically. So yeah. we've like, I mean, he said before, like he said sweet things like, you want to marry me one day? And I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, of course. So like, I just think eventually it will happen, but I'm not like pushing him or rushing yeah. him into it. I mean, it will happen when it happens. I so agree. And being a mama. Cause you no, will be like so such an amazing mom. Oh yeah. my gosh. I would like, he, he already has a daughter Willow and she's just fantastic. And she adores me too. Like she just wants to be around me all the time when she's here. Like she's just mm. the best, but um, yeah, I eventually want to have, I want to have a little boy. That's what I want. Like yeah. uh, eventually. And I feel like that has to happen organically too, but I do have like a lot of health, health issues now down there. So like it, maybe it won't happen for me. Like, naturally you know what I mean it would yeah. be like you know but we'll see we'll see I would love to hear I would yeah. love to for sure I feel it more every time I see a baby I'm like oh my god that's Aww. so cute like I love so much yeah I never I, used to be like that I'd be like Ugh, no thank you but yeah. now I'm just like oh maybe you know oh my god I love that will you have to like freeze your eggs are you gonna ever do that yeah for sure I'll definitely yeah. do that and like uh again like you uh, like you guys and Renee and stuff like that, like it made me feel like you don't have to rush because you guys had a baby like yeah. what, 34, 33? Later. I was Later. 37, so, 38. No, yeah. I had 38 now. So I had Mateo at 37. Yeah. I had 30 at 33. And yeah, we had the boys at 37. And you're, you have so much time. You don't even so need much time. Eight. Yeah. Like I feel like a, a lot of people, again, society kind of like rushes you. They do. Like, like that. Like, and uh, so I just, Again, like I, I said to Ronnie, I was just like, I look at like Renee and the Bellas and like they had him in their 30s rather than like having to have him in your 20s, you know, so you yeah, live. I'm just like, no, I, I feel good about that. Like I have time, you know. You have so much time. And I actually like it in your later 30s because I yeah. feel like you're so ready for it and you've lived so much of a fun life and you still get a fun life, but it's just, it works with how you feel when you're like, don't want to go out as much anymore and like all these different things. And so it was like such perfect timing and the maturity. I don't know. It's, I, I like it. I think yeah. it's such a good age. I think I it's a good age too. Yeah. yeah. And you guys are such good moms, by the way, I see Aww. your pictures and I'm just like, and they're growing up so quickly. I'm like, Oh my God, they were like just little beans before. And now they're just like these be fully fledged humans walking around. You're like, what the heck? Oh, I know. It's, time goes fast. It goes by, yeah, it goes by so fast, but I am just so obsessed with him and being a mom and everything that comes with it. Oh my gosh. I agree. Yeah. It's a pretty badass job. It's, it's tough. It's 24 seven. Yeah. But it's it's a lot of work. Just being a stepmom. I was like, that's, a, that's a lot oh, of work. A lot but of work. Having my own kid 24 seven, having to get up during the night and stuff like that, like what you ladies have to do. Yeah. I'm like, man, like Willow is old enough to like, wake herself up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but she, I mean, she does like to be like my shadow, but again, it's nothing like being like a mom, mom you know? Yeah. You guys are super, super women. Yeah. Well, we all are. All yeah, we three are. of us. And Rhea, we're, I'm just so excited to see what happens next for you because I know it's going to be something big. I know so much is going to happen for you. And, um, I just, well, I'm going to, I'm starting already a campaign. With <laughs> I want Raya needs to be inducted into the hall of fame, especially for WrestleMania Hollywood. Yes. It's 
It's the one thing that makes a lot of sense in my life. Um, but Hall of Fame 2022. I mean, you had the movie 2023. Oh, you're right. 2023. Gosh, wow. Dwayne did the movie on your family and on you. Family. Um, and then you I mean, you were just reality star and you're a movie star and you do all these things that are Hollywood based as well as being one of the top female superstars of all time. So like everyone who's listening, help me start this campaign. Don't even, cause you text me about that. And I was like, Oh yeah. my God, that would be amazing. But then I look at it and I'm just like, I'm not, I wouldn't get my hopes up for a long time because obviously yeah. I'm only just going to be 30. I actually honestly think Ray, you, it's perfect timing for you. I really do. I think you gave your body, you've given your life, your whole life has been wrestling, but like just giving your body you gave to wrestling, like you would still be wrestling if you could. And yeah. I just, well, can you, is that fully done? Right. Yeah. Like for, for right now, I mean, my neck is fantastic. I'm having no issues with it and it's like looking good and stuff like that. I would just, I still want more time though, even though, I mean, I've had nearly five years completely out of the ring which is, yeah. it goes by so quickly. I'm like, how long? Like, you know, crazy. Um, but yeah, like I, I can see myself in the ring one day, but it would have to be something really special. Mm-hmm. And like for like a, a, a big moment, like even if it was like a WrestleMania, if they would ever want me to do something, it would be like a WrestleMania moment or something like that. I wouldn't want to be just wasted if it was just like, you know, one yeah. final match back or whatever. But yeah, I like that. I like so that Bella too. Army, Paige's Army, get together we're gonna make sure start it to the hall of fame 2023 let's get that to wwe yes please yeah let's go (laughs) yes and i I hope about it if you guys didn't bring it up though i was just like oh my god and then uh thea zelina was like texting me about it and then i was just like i'm just gonna put it out there in the universe or whatever and then when i left wwe did all these amazing like social media things for me it was really sweet it was so sweet but a lot of people underneath as well. I'm not usually a comment reader because I hate social media, but like, I was like, a lot of people were just like, okay, now the whole affair. And I'm like, oh my God, it's yeah. like everywhere. This is crazy. That, well, that's why I feel like it's also so perfect because not even just being in Hollywood, but like, because they, the whole ending right now of what they're saying of Paige and how all of that went down and the special videos they put out of you, to me, that just feels like, like, why wouldn't you do that for this coming Hall of Fame. It's fresh. People have all these emotions and feels about it. And we haven't seen you on the WWE stage in so long. So to me, it's just the most impactful. It would be awesome. That's like, I had, I had set goals for myself when I got to WWE. And so like, I've done pretty much everything that I wanted to do, but like, I wanted to be in the Hall of Fame so bad. That was like my end goal is like be in the Hall of Fame. That would be such a big deal because not everyone gets to be in it, you know, unless you're like a celebrity that turned up at the show once or twice (laughs) but like man not a lot of women I feel like are in there too and I just yeah I just feel like it would be huge it'd be such a big deal and I know you had to make history to even be in there so and I see like there's people in there that would probably benefit going in there before me but still I would like to be on the radar for sure yeah I mean I even it's funny because I feel like it's our fans that make it more of like this person should have win before and this And I'm like, that's not what the overall, like what they're looking at overall. It's like, what's impactful right now. And like, that's why I could see you going in because it's, it's more of that. Cause I know one day you're for sure going to be in it. 
I believe it should be now and a lot of people, but even if it's not now, it's for sure going to be like, no matter what you are a part, I'm a, a massive part of WDB history. So you are for sure going in there, no matter what, there's no doubt in my mind, but I just hope they do that Me too. this year. Cause that's, I would love that start. selfishly and it's just <laughs> selfish sense. And then the executive producer, me, when I look at things, I'm like, this is great. This is what makes sense. Do it. <laughs> this is great. The internet will love it. Well, some of them, you know how the static. Oh, I mean, that. yeah. You're Dude, talking you, to I the hate train over here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's never anyone with like a solid profile picture. It's always someone that has a picture of another wrestler or an anime yep. profile picture. Like they never reveal themselves. You know what never. I mean? So you're just like, you're probably the most miserable person on the fucking planet, but. I do like to roast them sometimes. <laughs> I yeah, no, you're the best at it. I'm so entertained, especially on Twitter when you just going off people like apart. I need to stop. I'll text Renee on the side. I'm like, am I being too much? And she's like, no, it's like I'm in popcorn. Keep going. I'm like, you're like the worst influence on me ever, dude. It's like, uh, once I get started, like I can't stop because then you get more idiots that want to tweet at you. And yeah. I'm like, I'll give you five minutes. Like, absolutely. You want some like, you know, five minutes of like likes and comments. There you go. Um, <laughs> You're over, but you're over on the internet. So people get like pumped. Um, I don't know, dude. Like, uh, again, the stand Twitter hates me. That's the thing. The stand Twitter always hates me. But I feel like that it's that whole wrestling crowd. They hate everyone. Yeah. They're never never happy. They're They're never happy. So they're always making fun of everyone and each other. And I'm always like, I feel so bad for you. Like you have so much anger. Like you yeah, just like, want to come on here and be mean to everyone. Yeah. Like live on the internet. And that's, that's why they're so like angry. Cause that's all they see is negativity. So they yeah. feel like they have to like be in there. It was like right. this one Stan account when I like, I end up reposting that tweet that they did. Cause I went through their tweets to, you know, to contradict them kind of thing. Yeah. And there was like a uh, one where she's or he or she, I don't know who they were, but they were like, uh, completely ripping into me, being like, no, neck, you're a porn star, you're this, you're that, like, just fucking losing it. But then a couple of weeks before that, it was just like, people need to leave Doja Cat alone. Like, she's still a human. Like, you don't need to, like, rip into her. And I'm just like, oh. these celebrities have a life. They're going to feel... And I'm like, how are you going to fucking say that tweet? And then, like, a couple of days later, you're going to attack me for no reason because that stand Twitter is attacking me. You just want to join in on the fun. I'm like, you're just... You're, like, exactly like yeah. these people. They contradict themselves all the time. But I have to remember, like... If you're a stand account, you're probably 16 years old or younger. Like, you know. And if they are adult, I'm convinced that they're just 50 year old virgin that no one wants to touch them. They hate life and they want to take it out on us. Exactly. Because they can't have us. So that's what I was like, you wish. Yeah. And what I don't understand too is that they don't realize that we're all friends. So like they can have like a Sasha profile picture, Becky profile picture, younger. But I'm like, we're all friends with each other. Like you guys are just arguing, thinking that we're not friends, but that's just the characters that we play on TV. Right. Like, we actually enjoy each other. You know, it's just like so bizarre. They live in their own world. They do. They're, they don't realize this sisterhood. Yeah, exactly. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, The sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion. Home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. 
Be it bold swimwear or graphic, beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. You know, Rhea, so we love to end every um, episode with some inspiration, affirmation. And so I don't know, is there any quote or motto or some affirmation that you live by that you'd like to share? Yeah, actually, there was this quote um, that I've, I've literally had in my head since I was about 15 years old. It's, and sometimes I don't listen to it <laughs> and sometimes I do. But uh, this actually kind of is perfect. So we're coming off the social media topic, but... Um, Uh, it says this and don't quote me because it's not perfect but it's like don't listen to people that try to belittle your ambitions small people always do that but the real greats make you think that you too can become great so I love that so much so it's just like always always the small people that try and bring you down but the real greats for example you two ladies you're always like hyping people up Mm-hmm. And you make them feel like they can become as great as you or even even greater. Yeah. You know, like you're always right. like hyping people up. So like that's why I love that too. That's why when I was in WWE, I felt like I, I should be like that as well. Like try not to belittle people, but to raise them up. I just think it's just such a beautiful quote, but that's just always stuck in my head. Well, I love that. I have goosebumps. It's so that true. And it always goes back to like, that's what you should surround yourself by are great people, not the small people, because the small ones just want you to stay down with them. But the great ones, they just build you up with them. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing better than that. There's Mm -hmm. so much truth to that as we've all been around because we've been in those groups in their locker rooms of the -hmm. people that make you feel terrible. And then the ones where you go out and you create magic and I start a women's evolution. Exactly. You know what I mean? (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love it. And how are new memories that we're all going to be making, you know, outside of the rings? Yeah. Well, Rhea, I can't wait to see you hosted a new show. I'm hoping that you're going to be doing Dancing with the Stars one of these seasons. And can you imagine if you got partnered up with Artem? Like, (laughs) oh my God. That would be amazing. Like, I'm so weird these days, you guys. I'm not kidding. Like, I used to be so much more like, uh, but like, if there's not a camera on me, I'm so like more, more shy and more yeah. reserved than, yeah. than I was before. Like I, when I go to the gym and stuff, I'm like, I have to wear a hat because I don't like it. If people are like looking at me or if guys, even like, even if they're not creeping on me, they just like make eye contact for a split second. I'm just like, please don't look at me. I just don't yeah. want to be Is that you think because of the pandemic? Cause you were inside for so long or. Maybe I think it's just going from like zero to like well a hundred to zero for a second because being in front of like big crowds constantly and just being so used yeah. to it and then like going through the pandemic where we're kind of locked in our houses I'm just like if I'm on a set I'm totally fine like that shit's easy for me it's just like uh, going out in public and stuff like that I just now have developed like this like an anxiety and it's strange it's super strange I used to be so much more like like open oh, yeah and, like, free you know, spirit. Yeah, for sure. And now I'm just like more, but I kind of like being a little bit more reserved too. Yeah. You know, and I have my, my circle is really small and like, I feel like that's really important as well, you know? Oh, it so is. Sure. And as we all get older, you definitely realize your circle becomes so small. Yeah. And I, I love that way too. I, it's, 
you know, you realize as you get older, you just don't deal with drama anymore. So anyone that brings drama in your life, you're like, bye. Yeah, exactly. They get cut so quickly. So quick. Yeah. You're just like, I ain't got time for that, dude. Like, yeah. Again, like you, you go from, you know, your early twenties and whatever, and you just like, you, you're enjoying life and you don't really pay attention to the negativity. I didn't realize how much negativity I was surrounded by until I stopped drinking and pieing and stuff like that. And having like moving across, you know, America and just, I just look back and I'm just like, oh, these people are not good people for me, you know? And like, and now the group of people I do have are just always like uplifting, like I said, and just always very yeah. supportive and yeah, it's wonderful. Oh my gosh. Well, you could see it on your face. I love it. You're glowing. You look so happy. You look gorgeous as always. And I'm just so excited for the next chapter of your life. Yeah. I know. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Scary, but it's exciting at the same time. Yeah. You're going to kill it. I have so much faith in you. You're going to have a lot come your way for sure. Thank you. For real. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. And until next time, rock on. Right? Is that... Is that what Ronnie would say? Oh, um, that was good. You sounded like a mom when you said it, but that's Shit. it. I wanted to say, I wanted to say, rock on. <laughs> <laughs>